On a picturesque island off the coast of Nova Scotia lies a pit. Four metres wide and over 30 metres deep, this pit has been the site of over 200 years of excavation, six tragic deaths, an unsurmountable watery booby trap, and one alluring promise. Buried treasure. Hello and welcome to the Hoke Poke Pod, the show where we explore these strange and unusual... Really? We're just two idiots poking things we don't understand. So join us as we dare to ask the questions that nobody wants answered, such as, did the Freemasons curse a bunch of treasure and then bury it in Canada? What happens to buried treasure when it's found? And did Shakespeare invent the greatest security system of all time? I'm Erica. And I'm Emily. And let's get into this treasure trove of history. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Season three, welcome back. We're back. Back to the puns. <laughs> and also, you're not going to hear this. It took us about three goes to get to that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot everything I was saying and I forgot I had to speak. We're so. pretty rusty, much like this treasure is going to oh. be. Oh, that's been buried beneath Canada for years this is crazy so i purposely didn't look this up because i'm going in a bit blind for this one um which i am very excited to know about this story yeah this Can- is treasure in canada treasure in canada this Love is it. a a something i was pretty much unfamiliar with uh, mm-hmm. until sort of a cursory google a few weeks ago <laughs> and then um i kind of fell into this uh, pit of exploration. There are going to be so many puns in this episode. <laughs> uh, if you have heard of this story, it will have been either called the Curse of Oak Island mm. um, or the Oak Island Money Pit, perhaps. Right. Um, it, there's actually a TV series about it, which we'll get into later, oh. uh, which I, I was tempted to delve into, but it's nine seasons in and it's what, like there's American History Channel ones, so... Wow. Yeah, yeah, but we'll get into that. Um, But essentially this story of of this buried, cursed treasure Mm -hmm. begins in Nova Scotia, Canada. Yeah. Um, And when we talk about the legend of this buried treasure, there's a lot of origins, like all good legends. There's Mm. very little kind of historical evidence as to where these stories came from or originated, and there's a lot of different variations. Mm. To start with, beneath Nova Scotia, which is – that island sort of to the east of Canada, there is a huge pile of buried treasure. Mm. So the legend goes. I'm going to take you back to how it was first discovered, Mm -hmm. which was in 1796. Oh, a long time ago. A long time ago. So over 200 years ago is where this kind of the history of this legend begins. Um, The treasure itself uh, is a lot older, but this Mm. is where where the idea of there being buried treasure kind of uh, originated. So in 1796, there were some boys in Nova Scotia who, according to some articles, saw some strange lights and went to investigate this island called Oak Island. Mm. And when they got there, they found a kind of circular depression in the earth, about sort of four metres in diameter, Mm. um, which was to them very clearly man-made. And to them, it looked like something had been dug and buried so these boys being like teenage boys and having a sense of adventure started to dig and as they dug they found a few things um i think the first thing they found was a layer of stones kind of circling the pit obviously man-made someone has done this and buried this yeah then they kept digging and then they found another layer of cut timber so like a layer of wood that someone had that's cut random and placed 
uh, in like this a deck pit. Yeah, like a little sort of four meter circular deck. Interesting. Certainly showed that this was man made. Um, the boys got about six meters down, which is pretty hefty dig <laughs> for just like three cousins <laughs> on a weekend. This sounds suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> but they got about six meters down, and they found these two things, and that's kind of where the legend started. That hey, there's this pit here. Very mm. deep. That's obviously man-made, and no one knows where it came from. What it is? Hey, maybe there's something down there that's worth digging up. So then, uh, about sort of ten years later, in 1806, mm. is when the next official and the first official excavation begins. It was something called the Onslow Company. Got mm-hmm. a team over to Nova Scotia to Oak Island and began this excavation into this pit. And interestingly, every three meters that they dug, they found a different layer. This is really weird. Also, why were there so many years in between these cousins digging it up and then them getting an excavator in? Was that just technology? I think it was just it took a while for there to be professional interest in it. Wow. There was a lot of, like, independent personal interest and the rumour kind of spread. But so I take, guess for a- So take note, if you've got a pit in your backyard and you want treasure to be recovered, <laughs> just, just start making rumours. Well, I don't want to, like, spoil it, but mm. um, they're still digging. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're my God. Still okay, let's keep day. going. So this is, yeah, that 10-year that gap between sort of the boys discovering it and an official excavation team starting seems long mm-hmm. but considering we're 200 years ago and and oh 220 years ago and, and we're still going um and there's reasons for that this is a really good story i, <laughs> I love this into this yeah wow so yeah 1806 the onslow company begins their excavation every three meters that they dig they find different layers of this artificial sort of uh, layering um mm. some are made of dirt some are made of charcoal and interestingly some of them are made of coconut fibers what? Which is interesting because coconuts don't grow in Canada. I was just thinking that. <laughs> so obviously this has been someone pretty wealthy who has the means to import coconut fibres and put them in this put hole. Them in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and the question is, well, why? <laughs> and because so, rich people, Erica. Because <laughs> rich people. <laughs> and this is when it gets good. So they're digging every 10 metres a different layer and then they get to 27 metres down and they discover a tablet, a stone <gasps> tablet. And they pull up the stone tablet. And as soon as that stone tablet is removed from this pit, it begins to flood with water. And they can't figure out why. The pit floods with water. The pit water. begins to flood with water quickly. Oh. And what they discover as this pit floods and they kind of are starting to excavate around the pit, trying to figure out where this water comes from because it didn't just come up through the earth. Yeah. It doesn't flood that quickly. No. And what they had found is that whoever had built the t- this pit had also built um, a 500 feet long sort of waterway from what? the cove to the tunnel, like an underground uh, sort of tunnel for the water to flow in. 27 metres down. Yeah. How? And the intention, like that tunnel was specifically designed so that when the tablet was removed, the pit would flood. That's weird. Uh-huh. And so this tablet took a while to be translated. Yes. And there's a few kind of disagreements about what the translation was. But essentially, the tablet at that time was translated to reads, 40 feet below, 2 million pounds are buried. <gasps> oh, so before. 
below oh. where the tablet was discovered. But I feel like that's that could be quite cryptic. Like it, I don't think that's a literal thing. I feel like that's too obvious. Why would there be a random tablet that says below me? There's treasure. There's treasure, right? Like that's so. Why this is would not a you <laughs> give someone a clue? But then these tunnels had been built to flood, and so what happened mm. is they could kind of get some of the water out. But every high tide, these like tunnels would once again bring carry the water into the pit, and the pit would flood. And excavation had to stop. Wow. They didn't have the means to stop this tunnel from flooding. But now they're left with this mystery. This this stone tablet kind of promises gold mm. and money and treasure. And certainly it was built, like it wasn't naturally occurring. No. <laughs> so and, and someone put a lot of effort into it. So you've got to assume something's got to be down there. But once again, it takes a long time for another sort of excavation site to pick it up because these things cost money. Yeah. Nova Scotia's a little out of the way. Yeah. So it, it, another sort of 40 years passes. Wow. And it's 1846 when the Truro Company is the next to take up the mm-hmm. task. And rather than digging with shovels, which is what the Onslow Company had been doing, they try to use drills to pull up soil samples. Mm. So rather than trying to dig in because it was just flooding all the time and they couldn't do it, they were pulling things up mm. out of it to try to see if they could find anything. So they were trying to pull things out rather than dig in. And what they found is that they had dug through two treasure chests, basically, they assume. And the reason they Hmm. assume these were treasure chests is they pulled up the bits of wood and they also pulled up coins Mm, within. Okay. And they also pulled up up three lengths of chain. Now, because it's the mid of, like, 1840s, Mm. we have actually not many records about what the sort of type of coin it was, what it was made out of, what these chains, like they weren't dated, they weren't kept, Mm. all this record is lost. So we don't actually have a date for those. But they pulled up coins and gold chain. And so that kind of reinvigorated this legend. Then again, the tunnel. Sorry, wouldn't that just be the treasure? Well, no, because it was was like three like little chains and a few coins. That could be it. We don't know when I this mean, was that made. Could have been. <laughs> People kind of assume there was certainly more down there because mm. the the length of <laughs> you're 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 not sold. Like that's it. But the length of architectural like design effort put into this pit. Um, Maybe it was a big joke. Well, yeah, that's what some people think. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go. I'll let you keep going. Sorry. No, 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 this is good. Um, and then once again, once they pulled out kind of that the the bottom. The bottom of the tunnel collapsed, once again filled with water. They couldn't drill yeah. it anymore. Once again, these water, these sluices of, of water are just fucking mm. them up at every turn. So rather than try to sort of get to the pit, they tried to cut off the tunnels. Right. And so they excavated the space around the pit and found five separate tunnels leading mm. to the pit. Um, so they tried to dam them off and stop the water flow. Oh, my God. But still the tunnel kept flooding. Wow. So Even though there's been no... There must have been either more, they couldn't find them, a really complicated like water duct system, or to intentionally continually flood this tunnel. So whatever was down there wouldn't be discovered. Wow. Oh, yeah, because they tried to go around and they just couldn't. Like, they it just was... couldn't. It just it was just kept flooding. And hmm. then around this time, they while they were excavating around the pit, they also discovered that this whole sort of beach that this pit was in hmm. was man-made. Right. So they like, had, like, and not just had they dug these, like, sluices to flow the water through to the pit, they'd also just, like, dug out the beach. Like, oh. it wasn't just a pit that had been constructed, but this whole section of the island. 
What? I'm stumped. I don't know. Yeah, how. people were stumped. So then 10 years later, um, in 1861, mm-hmm. this uh, Truro company are still uh, <gasps> excavating it. <laughs> oh, my God. So at this point, everyone's incredibly interested in this treasure. Mm. And, and the legend begins that what could this treasure be? There is mm. treasure buried down there. Who did it? Like, why? When? Um, and there are a few different favourite theories. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was that it was Shakespeare's buried manuscripts and <laughs> earnings. <laughs> wow. That, um, look, that's a theory. Well, but in Nova Scotia? Well, yes. And <laughs> <laughs> that does seem a little out of the way, but, you know, if, if Shakespeare, I guess, had given it to some sailors and they'd sailed it over to Nova Scotia, like it's, and there was a reason for it is that a lot of the coins and stuff found later is from around the same time period that Shakespeare oh. was kicking, like in the kind of the 1600s. Wow. Um, there's not really anything else to substantiate why Shakespeare would put his hidden manuscripts in there. But also wasn't like Shakespeare wasn't super famous in his time though, wasn't he? No, he was pretty popular. He but was? Then, like, I, don't, okay. I don't know what he would gain by hiding his hidden manuscripts. 40 feet below. <laughs> yeah. I, the other rumours that Marie Antoinette's treasure. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, she apparently buried a whole bunch of her treasure. Well, she was nuts, so that And she had more... so much wealth, yeah. like ludicrous yeah. amounts of wealth. So, like, yeah, more sense for her to, once again, mm. Nova Scotia is like an odd choice. Um, another one is that Blackbeard, the famous pirate. Mm. His treasure was buried there because he, they never found Blackbeard's hoard. And he was, like, the most renowned pirate of the time. So he would have had to have so much money somewhere and no one's ever found it. Interesting. But still, who they would have had to have buried it so far down with all these water ducks, with the tablet, with the inscription. Well, like- it gets a little, I mean, not feasible, but it gets a little more interesting with Blackbeard because Blackbeard was quoted as famously have saying about his treasure mm. that he hid it so well, only he and Satan would ever be able to find it. <laughs> Which I don't know if he did this big money pit and put his treasure down there. Maybe. Now there's a question. Um, if you own treasure and bury it so well that only you and Satan can find it, yeah. but you're dead, does What's that, the point of burying what the is, treasure? That's not yours anymore unless you haunt your treasure site. Yeah, and I mean I guess that's where the legend of like pirate tra- like pirate treasure maps come yeah. from. I, I don't really, like, I get why pirates would bury treasure, but, I mean, to yeah. bury it so well that no one would ever find it again, that does seem kind of like, opposite of the point. It kind of makes you question the value of things, I suppose, where it's like what value does buried gold have? Does it have value? Like, does that automatically make you a wealthy person if you have gold buried 40 feet below? <laughs> True, I guess. And if says, you can't access it, then it, it's not really <laughs> inaccessible <worth> treasure. It's <laughs> <laughs> constantly being flooded. Yeah, it's 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 such a bizarre idea. But then I guess maybe if you left instructions for like your great grandchildren to go dig it up, it was meant to be here. Mm. But then this thing was booby trapped so well, so well. That really no one was getting it. It's suspicious that I feel like almost this booby trap thing is like a decoy. Like the treasure's not there at all. Yeah. It's a decoy. It's somewhere else. I don't know if anyone's pursued that option. Because it's it's smart because it's just going to keep filling up with water so they're going to keep trying. But there's nothing there. 
That's true. Like, and as far as I know, they have, like, metal detected and done, like, minor excavations on other parts of Oak Island. But I I don't think they've looked – I mean, that's great. That's a great idea. Where else would you look, though, you know? Yeah, no idea. Can't help you with that one. <laughs> it's kind of a needle in a stack. Why don't they just get a big mining machine? You know what? I don't know what I'm talking about. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, as well as Blackbeard's treasure, it could also have been Captain Kidd, who was a famous sailor slash pirate mm-hmm. at the time. Um, another idea was that it was the Freemasons buried treasure. Mm. And we know what those Freemasons are like. Burying things left and right, secrets left and right. They're very tricky. <laughs> They're very tricky, these Freemasons. <laughs> We have a lot of Freemason opinions. Um, I have a lot of opinions, but this show is not about my opinions. So. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> like, it's kind of about your opinion. That's true. <coughs> Cult. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Um, but the Freemasons at the, historically mm-hmm. were a very um, wealthy, respected organization. I don't think they did any of the shit that, like, you know, they found the goblet of immortality or whatever bullshit <laughs> they claimed. No, I, yes, I don't but think they But they probably might have had cause and at least the finances to bury treasure. Yeah. Anyway, so at this point, all these rumours are starting to spread. As well as that, though, uh, the story of a curse arises. Mm. And once again, we don't really know when or how or why it starts, but essentially this idea of the cursed treasure begins and the legend is that Seven people must die in order to unveil the mystery. Where did that come from? Is this the same, the thing they've been trying to excavate for years and years and years and now they're like, seven people must die? Yes. So once again, with legends and myths, Mm -hmm. we don't know how that originated, where it came from, how it spread. We just know it kind of starts to crop up at this point. Did the Freemasons come up with this? I mean, maybe, but (laughs) it's given a little bit of credence because, in fact, someone did die in 1861. Uh Um, one of the sort of steam-powered water pumps that they were using to get the water out of the pit exploded and killed one of the excavators. Oh, dear. Very tragic. Um, What's interesting, though, is that they said seven must die, and so far, working on the money pit, six have died. So we're just waiting (laughs) for one more. (laughs) Who wants to (laughs) volunteer? So after this death in 1861, um, more excavations, and in 1897, um, the island sort of grew in popularity and a scrap of paper was found. They're kind mm. of constantly digging up tiny little bits of things with the words V and I written on it. Now, I don't know if that's meant to be V, like the letter V and I, or like the Roman numerals for like six. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah. Well, seven minus one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a codesmith. <laughs> but around this time in 1897, the second death happens where a man who is, like, going up and down the pit on a yeah. rope, the rope snaps and he falls to his death. Oh, God. And drowns at the bottom of the pit. Oh, no. Yeah, hideous, hideous stuff. Um, but that's the, the second death. How did they fund this expedition? I guess they were just private, right, private, okay. like, in companies. Because I guess if they thought they were going to unveil a huge, like, treasure trove yeah. any day now, they thought maybe it was worth the cost. Um, but after that, so we kind of been moving to the 1900s now. And in 1909, the excavation was taken over by the old salvage group, which interestingly included future president Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, what? Yeah. And he worked on the money pit for one year. What the heck? Yeah. How have I not heard about this? <laughs> I know. Franklin Roosevelt was there trying to dig up buried treasure in Canada for a year before he became president. 
that um I don't know how to feel about that. That's yeah. so random. Right? Isn't that feels that- made up. It does feel made up, but it's true. We have like we have like records of him being there, and he apparently believed in this treasure, in the cursed Oak Island treasure for his whole presidency and continued to check in on the efforts. If it's cursed, why would you why would you want to inflict that upon yourself and other people? Okay, I already know the answer to this. <laughs> but you wouldn't if you wouldn't go and try to find cursed treasure? No. Because it's cursed, you're probably gonna But die. if it's cursed no one would curse, like, shitty treasure, right? If it's cursed, it's got to be really good treasure. It means it's got a really good curse on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, it, then you kind of get two treasures because you get the actual treasure and then you also get the treasure of knowing that curses are real. That's true, but then you die. Well, you might not die. Okay, no, you definitely would. Almost all these cases would. people die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Might not be me. <laughs> someone else. President Franklin Roosevelt never died. Would you go after cursed treasure? Oh, in a heartbeats wow in a heartbeat come on how much fun. what do you want more the treasure or to find out the curses are real no i don't really care about the treasure it's more just like the <laughs> it's more just like the excitement of discovery i guess mm. of both the supernatural and the treasure it'd be cool to find treasure. just the discovery and then you'd be like all right i'm done i mean i'll if i can keep the treasure i'll keep the treasure <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know and then in 1928, the steel company arrived. They started to, like, drill shafts into the pit, like, separate little shafts. Oh, to try yeah. To dig, dig deeper, and they found more timber and wooden pins and more platforms. So yeah. as deep as they were digging, they were still finding man-made stuff, which mm. I guess answers your previous question of why didn't they think that was the treasure they found already. Yeah. It's because there was more man-made uh, stuff further down. Yeah. Okay. So they just keep – they just think it's still going. And then in 1959 – um, a number of uh, – a stone with the number 1704 is found written on it. What? hmm Which a lot of people think might have been when the treasure was first buried. 1704. Yeah, does why that would you match? Well, it does. They have found artifacts since that have been okay. older than that, predated okay. that. But maybe this thing was under construction for a while. Maybe people, like, were burying treasure on top of treasure. Yeah. So maybe – 1704 was just, like, one of the years. Yeah. And then in 1965, hmm. they found a, a nail and a washer and a heart-shaped stone. That's the real treasure. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't know washer. if that was, like, a, <laughs> I thought you were the heart-shaped stone. I was like, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and, look, I don't know if the heart-shaped stone was necessarily man-made. Like, what if it was just a stone that was shaped kind of like a heart? Yeah. But I like that they included that. <laughs> I think that's quite nice. I like even better the idea that someone in, like, the 1600s is, like, a big treasure pit, Blackbeard's, like, your heart is pushing me treasure and also this nice rock I found. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that tickled me. I like it. <laughs> that really tickled me, that idea. Um, <laughs> and then some of the most interesting, like, before the modern excavation finding was in 1969, mm. a 300-year-old pair of scissors was found. The, what? Which predates the 1704. That puts it in the 1600s. Wow, so, so we're actually just going down by years, really. And we're actually like, finding older things. Like, it's fascinating. Huh. Um, and they also, they decide they're not, they can't really send people down or excavate more, but they send cameras down into, like, the water. Then how did stuff get down there? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? So they send cameras down, and according to the cameras, they found um, 
tools and a severed hand. Oh, this is getting so weird. Yeah, right? This is becoming like, I feel like it's becoming voodoo hoodoo type weird. (laughs) Well, this takes us to the modern excavation. So then in 2005, these two brothers actually bought half of the island in order to excavate it. Because they are obsessed with the money pit. And this is where the show comes in. It's called The Curse of Oak Island. There are like nine seasons. Wow. But these brothers have been excavating the money pit for nine years. And they're still doing it today. On top of that, it's being it's been excavated for like 200. Yep. Um, wow. So we had the first death was in 1861 with the exploded pipes. Yes. And then in 1897, the rope snapped. Yes. And then in 1965... It was a tragic incident in which we had four deaths. So a father and son had inhaled a bunch of carbon monoxide. Oh. I guess that they were using at the site and then fell into the pit. And then two other workers went down to try to save them from drowning and fell themselves. Oh. So, but that does put our death tally up to six. Oh. (laughs) May they rest in peace. May they rest in peace. (laughs) God. But how many people have, like, how many bodies are there down in this pit? Well, there's also that seven hand, which didn't belong to any of the dead Isn't that people. a seventh death then? Isn't that counted? Well, who knows? Mm. Maybe that happened before it was cursed. Oh, maybe there's just, like, so many curses. It's just curse on curse on curse? Yeah. Mm. It, and it all cancels each other out and there's no treasure and no curse and we've all just been wasting <laughs> our time. <laughs> Wait, so your answer is that there's no treasure and no curses. Yeah. But because there was too much treasure and too much yes. curses. It all cancelled each other out. The world got confused. <laughs> Just swallowed it up like a black hole. There's yeah. a black hole down there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but these brothers, and since 2005, and like I said, this is all now documented on that History Channel show. Mm. Um, but they've actually made a few interesting discoveries in the money pit. Okay. Um, that have... I don't know really if given credit to the idea that there's treasure down there, but it's certainly interesting. Um, they found an old Spanish copper coin from 1652. Wow. And they also found, and this is so interesting, I didn't know this, they found a coin that had been cut into pieces and they found one piece of this old Spanish copper coin. And do you know the old pirate phrase, a piece of eight? A piece of eight? Yeah, like you'd say, and a piece of eight. Like, I if you know Pirates of the Caribbean, how they all have a piece of eight and they have to, like, do it to burn it to save the witch god. Vaguely. That's – this. they used to do this with money. They used to have a coin, oh. which was called an eight, and they used to literally cut it into eight pieces as change. What? So you'd have two pieces of eights, and that's, like, your change. Oh, what? Yeah, they used to, like, cut copper coins into eight pieces. So they found a piece of eight, which – I, I know that wasn't exclusive to pirates, but I'm just like Blackbeard. This feels like it could be a pirate. This is yeah. a pirate thing for sure. Yeah. Um, they also found military buttons and musket balls from the 1600s. Oh, wow. They found a potential Knights Templar coin and a cross. Okay. Potentially, because once again, these things are hard to verify. Yeah. Those tricky Knights Templars. <laughs> they also found a large metal hinge, which was pretty much used just for chests. From the 1600s, they think it was like the hinge of a treasure oh, chest. They had okay. they found some like a garnet set in silver, like a gemstone. Right, a brooch wrapped in gold, and then the most interesting discovery was they found what they think is the tip of a Roman javelin from first century BC. Whoa! Yeah, 
really old. This is getting weird. Yeah, and so these these brothers for the last nine years have just been slowly excavating this pit with so much difficulty because it's just water now. Like, it's essentially an underwater treasure trove. So they have no real way to just, like, dig it out. Yeah. So they have to do these really complicated, slow kind of searches. And to this day, they're still looking. What? I'm like, my mind is blown right now. Yeah, and potentially they're not going to find anything until one more person dies. (laughs) (laughs) Not to get grim, but, you know... Seven people must die. I mean, I feel like logically at this point it's so old that I feel like probably some of it's disintegrated and like, I well, don't know. Well, that's just the thing. Like even if there was, I mean, certainly if it's Shakespeare's lost manuscripts, those are gone. <laughs> those are paper. Did they not realise paper like is not going to survive in the ground? <laughs> those are, if it's, yeah, if it's Shakespeare's paper, like, sorry guys, we're going to have to lose those plays to time. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, even if it's gold, like, I don't know how long gold lasts no. in sludgy, swampy yeah. water. Yeah, exactly. Surely not forever. And we found some, but that's the thing, we found some stuff. A severed hand survived, though. So that kind of, I feel like gold would survive if a, sever, if a severed hand True. Um, and it is criticism against the Oak Island um, cursed treasure. A lot of people mm. are saying there's no treasure <laughs> and there's no curse. <laughs> Yeah, where the where did that curse legends come from? See, Do we know? That's kind of thing. No one knows. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no one knows. So look, I, I I feel very confident in saying there's no curse. Yeah. Um, I don't feel as confident saying there's no treasure though. Mm. Like, and people have tried to explain it. They say like it could be a natural, um, like a pit. You yeah. know, where things have have kind of collected over the years and. That explains why there's so much junk down there. Oh. But there are man-made structures around it. Yeah. Like it certainly was something at some point. Maybe not yeah. a treasure hole. Yeah. But it was something. Yeah. There's certainly a lot of history there. Mm. And they have found some treasure. They found some jewellery and gold and coin. Yeah, I think if they found nothing for like yeah. 200 years, but the fact that they found bits and bobs. Although would that be like anywhere if you dug down exactly. far enough? Exactly. Maybe if you dig into any old piece of dirt, you're going to eventually find something. So what they need to do is just go somewhere else and do the same experiment over 200 years. And see. <laughs> <laughs> Except it was booby-trapped. It really was booby-trapped. Yeah. Like that and who would go to the effort to booby-trap something so well, mind you, yeah. if there was nothing down there? That's true. It's enticing. It is enticing. I'm just wondering how they had the tools to go down and do that. If, if like, even now they're struggling, people are drowning, they can't get machines and they can only send in cameras, like, unless this was, like, some kind of magic, again, voodoo, hoodoo type of thing. But I guess if they'd, like, dug the pit and it was dry and then they put the treasure in and then they built, like, the sluices to flood it. Wow, that's... But that's so much effort and money and time and, like, complicated engineering that is complicated engineering to hide your treasure and then put a curse on it unless Mm. the treasure was cursed and so they weren't trying to like save it for later (gasps) they were trying to hide it forever and prevent anyone from digging up the cursed treasure that's true but also why would they have the tablet that says 40 feet below this or was it a warning maybe maybe it was a warning and it just got lost in translation oh, there dear. are some people who say that's not what it says and it just like says gibberish but <laughs> doesn't make as good a story so we're gonna stick to the original translation yeah we'll stick to the original yeah wow maybe okay new okay. idea that's what it is 100 percent. 
a warning. The treasure hasn't been cursed to prevent people from finding it. The treasure is cursed. And the booby traps are to stop people from getting themselves cursed. Mm. So it's like a, a protection system. Which hasn't worked because people are naturally now trying to find the treasure. No. But cool. Coconut fibres. Who knew? Coconut they protect you fibers. from curses. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real takeaway from this. Coconut fibres. I guess I'm going to go buy some coconuts. I think, yeah, I think so. <laughs> One of my questions yes. was what happens to buried treasure once it's excavated? Because, you know, they go through this entire process to bring it out. Where's the treasure? Where's the treasure? Once it's brought out, I thought, what what actually happens to it? Like the the people who dig it out, I don't think get to keep it. And apparently, yeah, they do not. So that kind of is I'm, like it's it's good from a historical perspective. It's like we should preserve these things. It should be in a museum. But it's bad from a personal perspective. <laughs> I know. Like, imagine if you worked on that money pit for, like, 50 well, years. Well, I mean, these boys have been doing it for 10 years. It's their whole life. They bought the island, half the island in order to do it. And you don't get anything from it. So when objects like coins, jewellery, or other objects made of precious metal are found, mm-hmm. and they are so old that no owner can be attributed to them, they are classed as a treasure trove. Oh, well, it's like an official term. I know. This is the official legal term. Um, it's like it derives from an Anglo-Norman word called tresa trove, <laughs> <laughs> which means found treasure. <laughs> I obviously can speak Anglo-Norman I very didn't well. I the treasure trove meant found treasure. There you go. It's very close to the modern French. <laughs> and that is just how the French would say it. <laughs> you smash oui. that accent. <laughs> I've been to Paris. <laughs> um, so sorry. <laughs> I've killed Erica. She's dying <laughs> right <too> now. <laughs> um, so when it's found, it, it then belongs to the government, which we love so much. Um, I mean, it- I would prefer it go, I guess, to like public museums than to private like billionaires who are owning the excavation digs. That's Still, true. Though, that is interesting. It, it, yeah, I mean, I didn't know that. Yep. So the government owns it and then they decide what to do with it and it can go to a lot of different places, I think. But um, if you were Blackbeard and your buried treasure was picked up and then automatically handed over to the government, that's kind of the worst case scenario for pirates. That's true. So oh. I guess the lesson is if you're a pirate, bury your treasure but. Don't bury it so good that no one finds it for 200 years. Yeah. I feel like it um, gets rid of the point of treasure, I suppose. Yeah. You need to spend it. <laughs> Wait, why are we burying treasure at all? <laughs> no, I know why they buried what it. Why do thought, we bury it? I guess they thought they were going to get arrested or, or. Yeah, right. And so you'd hide it and then. But I don't know why anyone outside of pirates would bury treasure. What if it's Blackbeard's, like, cursed skeleton that's actually <gasps> the treasure? I think we have his skeleton. Oh, um, I can't even I Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to Blackbeard's body, but maybe. I love how you're like, <gasps> debunked. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of it being Blackbeard's treasure, cursed treasure hoard. Maybe it's a bunch so of much. skeletons. Why don't they just get a psychic to, like, tune in to the pit? That's a re- <laughs> <laughs> It's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good idea. Pit psychic. We'll get that guy that, that understands the blades of grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, throwback. Yeah, we'll get the pet psychic 
to be a pet psychic. It's like it's one letter. It's word. basically the same thing. Pet if you're Kiwi, pet it's the same. <laughs> it's a pet psychic. It's a pet psychic. <laughs> That's possibly the best joke I think we've ever had. Total respect to New Zealanders. Total obviously. respect to New Zealanders. But do you get your pet psychic on it? <laughs> on it and. I guess that, that well, yeah, the cursed treasure of Oak Island is still unsolved. That's one of the mysteries that's still out there. Wow. That, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What's your takeaway from this? What do you think? I don't believe in curses. Mm-hmm. I wish they, I wish it's a curse. Not because I want the people to be dead. But if people are going to die anyway... <laughs> I'd rather it be from a curse. Does that make sense? Does that sound crazy? Like, okay, if I'm going to die excavating treasure, yeah. I rather than it being, oh, a tragic accident, I would love to go down as like, oh, she got got by the curse of wow. the treasure. Like a legacy. It's a legacy thing for yeah, you. Yeah, and I think if people are going to die, like why not have be it from a curse? So I don't believe it's cursed. I wish it was. Do I believe there's treasure down there? Mm. Oh, I really don't know. I feel mm. like in my heart of hearts, I want to say no, just because I feel like they would have found something. But I hate that answer so much. I'm yes. going to say yes, treasure. Yes. What do you think? This is that's very on brand for you. I think yeah. you're like you want there to be a curse and you want there to be treasure. I just want to live in a more magical world. A magical world. I mean, you already do. Oh. You're magic. So. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Um, what's my verdict? I think that. Mm, I feel like probably a lot of the treasure has probably disintegrated and yep. a lot of the stuff they're digging up is the treasure. Yeah. I just really want to know how the heck they got down there. It's kind of like how was Stonehenge built, yeah, which exactly. we can cover at some point. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. the, phew, that one's an interesting one. But how how did they do that? I just like I more want to know that than anything. I feel like it yeah, possibly could be cursed. You know, maybe it's a very witchy, witchy, woody thing back in the day. That they they just threw stuff into a pit and went, oh, this is cursed now. Whoever touches this will die. <laughs> that easy. Love it. <laughs> I'd make a great witch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your dollar store witch. Yeah, it's cursed now. Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. I, I guess the verdict is then. Well, uh, I think we've ex- we well. <laughs> Why does treasure have value? I don't really think I've gotten anywhere with that question. But if it's buried and it never gets discovered, it's not really. What's the point? I mean, it isn't kind of maybe the treasure, the fun we had looking for it. Oh, it's the journey, not, it's the, destination. The, journey, not the destination. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. I think I think these people probably got two hundred years of fun out of it. Two hundred years six that died, but the rest of them. And then <laughs> versus what, like a big pile of gold? I take two hundred <laughs> years of fun. <laughs> so thank you, Blackbeard, for thank cursing you. and burying your treasure. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> this has been the Hope Poke Pod. I'm Emily, and I'm Erica. We'll see you next time.
Okay, you've reached the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be fantastic if you could rate us or leave a review. Or better yet, show us to some of your friends. Get the word out there about this spooky little podcast. If you want to know more about us or this episode, you can visit our website, thehokepokepod.com.au. We post updates, links, episodes, and any references we've mentioned, you'll be able to find them right there. We'd like to say a huge thank you to Giano Timble for the amazing graphics and art that he's made for the podcast, as well as our undying appreciation to Robert P. Kelly, our marvellous and ever-patient editor. We love you, Rob. And finally, if you'd like to contact us, you can send us an email at hokepokepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Feedback, episode suggestions, whatever takes your fancy, we will be there. Thank you so much for the support, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.